Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Work Bay with Nana and Obi. Hey, friend. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing today? You know, it, it's been a very stressful, but like super productive um, and inspiring week for me. So okay. I'm really looking forward to this weekend and kind of just relaxing and not worrying about anything. I've been working on a lot of projects. I've been just feeling very creative this week, um, which is super exciting. Yeah. So, you know, it's I'm real because you're posting more. Your IG right. been popping. I'm like, I haven't, I mean... seen, I haven't seen Nana post as much in, <laughs> in at least a year. I'm like, shit must be good over there. I, I don't like, it literally was like a light switch. I don't know what's going on. If I'm by, I may fall off soon, but in, in the meantime, <laughs> enjoy all this shit. Oh, enjoy. So. <laughs> so, you know, since since you're on it and you, you're good now, just go ahead and take over the Workday pod a couple weeks. Ooh, you got see, this. We're not, we're, no, no. <laughs> See now, nah, so we're not. No, we, we all have our roles. We Damn. do those roles very well. We're gonna. So you tell me to stay in my lane. All um, right. That, as long as that's, if that's what you heard, that's what you heard. I know that's not what I said, but uh huh. Yes. Okay, okay. But how are you? What's going on with you? Uh, it was it was a crazy work week. I mean, last weekend I was down in Charlotte. I was peaceful. I have my Living bucket. I have my Hogan's. <laughs> it was, was good. Like, it was good. I got a little uh-huh. color, you know? No, it was good. And then I came back to this to to work this week and work was just uh, it it was just a week. You know, I'm I'm that. still one of your phrases. Yes, yeah. For free. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, Aww. it's it's cool. It happens. Shake it, it off, roll the punches, you know, yeah. keep it moving. You got um, this. Exactly. And more than anything, I'm just happy the weekend is here. My chance to kind of decompress. Yes. Uh yes. you know, kind of recenter. Drink a lot of alcohol, you know, all oh, the good things okay. I need to right. get that's back where I your, need to be. That's a part of your <laughs> It's process. not, it's not, but after this week, I added You need it. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Don't judge me. Don't judge I'm, me. No, no, this is a safe space. Okay. <laughs> right. um, but I'm super, super excited for our episode this week. Um, I know when we did our kind of dating during quarantine or loving during quarantine episode, we mm-hmm. kind of touched on what it is to be dealing with quarantine with a partner, with a lover, with a husband, wife, whatever you want to call them. The ones um, that you and I don't have, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got nothing Until on that Until we list. realize we're talking from a space of inexperience. <laughs> exactly. And then I know we said that when we had, our, even when we had our marriage episode last season, we were like, we sit up here talking a whole bunch of shit about stuff we don't know about. That we so, do not know about, Yeah. <laughs> So I tapped into my circle and I reached out to one of my sister friends, Ebony. Okay. Um, a beautiful, a beautiful friend I've had almost, oh my god, for about a decade. Okay. Um, yeah. Y'all, y'all go back. Is, yeah, is it a pace, pace home pace home me? So actually, um, I met Ebony when I was interning um my junior year of college. And okay. as a part of one of my classes, I had to intern at like a social justice organization. Mm-hmm. Um and Ebony was the I was cold calling when cold calling was still a thing, just reaching out to different organizations that I liked. And Ebony picked up the phone and she was the first the beautiful face that I saw when I entered the office for the first time. And okay. I ended up interning at that org for a little over a year. Um, mm-hmm. And she and I kind of fostered a really nice friendship. She's been a little bit of a mentor for me. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, so I'm really, so she is, um, I'll kind of just let you know about her and her husband. So they've known each other um, 
since college, since freshman year of college. Uh, they're both uh, Queens native, so New Yorkers through and through. Okay. Um, and uh, so in college, they became best friends and they dated for about 11 years. Um, and they, they're currently married for about four and a half and they have a beautiful, beautiful five-year-old daughter named Ryan. Um, and so a little bit about Emily, uh, outside of the work that she does for the so- uh, civil rights social justice organization, um, Ebony is a nurturer. Uh, her creative writing skills, uh, she's nurturing her creative writing skills through um, her IG page uh, slash kind of uh, lifestyle journal. Platform, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, The Mama Lover Friend. Um where she spreads the importance of self-care and mission to balance motherhood and marriage while working full-time. Um, and so throughout the next six months, she'll be building out her brand to reach a larger audience. Um, and finding the silver lining during any hardships is her superpower. Uh, she's a lover of the arts, beach dates, and hanging out with her girlfriends, traveling, and collaging. Um, and she's married to Devon, uh, who was an educator for the New York City uh, Department of Education, um, and he's been doing that for about eight years. Uh, he has a strong desire to promote confidence and a healthy lifestyle in um, in his young students. Um, and then uh, Devon has a platform called Define Fatherhood, uh, which was created to express that once you become a husband and a father, a man shouldn't let go of his self-care. Uh, fitness is a crucial is crucial to healthy lifestyle, and your fashion sense speaks to how good you feel. And when I tell you these two are outside of just being beautiful people, such a beautiful looking couple. Um, and I think you can definitely, yeah, see I peeped, you know, <laughs> I, I, did, I did a little bit of an Instagram creep. I was like, yeah, they looking, they looking yeah, beautiful, no, gorgeous, gorgeous couple. Yes. yes. So I'm so, so excited to have both Ebony and Devon here. So let's clap it up for them. Welcome Ebony yes, and yes, Devon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, man. We really appreciate y'all coming on board for this episode. Because just like Donna had mentioned, we realized last season, was that season one? I I think it was season two, actually. No, it was season two. Yeah, we were like, damn, we're having this two-hour-long conversation just in our fields, and we don't know the first thing about marriage. Not a mother. It was a good conversation, but but we really felt like what was missing was some insight and some input from an actual married couple. So I really appreciate y'all joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you no, so I, much for having us. This should be fun. Yes. 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 That's the goal. That's the goal. Definitely gonna have some fun. Um, so I guess I, I guess we should just jump right in. Um, so prior to uh, getting married or even in, in in your early dating, what were kind of your initial thoughts on marriage? Like what what were your feelings? Did you always know that you wanted to get married? How did how did how did we get here? Okay, he's like, you answer first. Ladies first, he's a gentleman. Exactly. Exactly. I think I always knew I wanted to get married. That's what I saw in my household. Um, And, you know, in some of the households of my my close friends. So I knew I wanted to get married, but I wasn't that girl that, like, planned her wedding or had a list of what type of guy I wanted. Right. I kind of Are you sure? I feel like y'all all got a list. Oh, see, oh, we're not no. doing. The girl said what she said. Yeah. Sir. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I promised I didn't have a list, but I think it was um un- a- an unconscious list because the husband that I now have is similar to my father. 
who was oh. not good. Yeah, okay. that's that's what they say. Okay. We always tend to do Yeah, you do you do hear we that. We always yeah. tend to do that. I definitely date my dad in many different <laughs> facets. Okay. So I, in yeah, different oh, ways. Yes, yes. And I don't know if that's a good thing, but <laughs> you know, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Devon? Um, I think for me, um, I always knew I wanted to be married. Um, but it was I put a time limit on it. I knew I wasn't getting married in my 20s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I just had my 20s saved for just having fun. Hmm. Um, I had, That's yep. the same thing with me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. So I yeah. My high school basketball coach always saying, don't get married in your 20s, live your 20s, and then mm-hmm. just get married sometime in your 30s. Mm-hmm. So subconsciously, that was always in the back of my head. Okay. And I did exactly what he said. I didn't, we didn't get married until <laughs> yeah. 30, 31. I was like, okay. we've been together okay. forever. For over a decade. <laughs> what we but I was like, look, this is something that I'm not getting married in my 20s. Okay. So, okay. Can yeah. we, I need to, let's tackle this a little bit. Like we, we, okay. we, we do tangents around here, but like, so my thing is, I can understand and appreciate wanting to like live out your twenties experience Mm -hmm. as many things as possible, all those kinds of things. But like, did you, was there ever a fear that like Ebony wouldn't like, if you, if by the time you, you guys met and have you've dated for over a decade, I I can assume that you knew that she was the one. What if she decided that I'm not finna sit here and wait for you to get to your thirties before? And 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 what if she get, got into another relationship and pursued that? Like, how would like my, the the timeline to me is like I can't understand having ideas of how you want your life to play out, but like you don't know who you're gonna meet, and so why prolong things just because you have this arbitrary rule in your head to not do something until you reach a certain age? Right. And also just being in a space of not being ready, okay. like financially. That makes sense. You know, so that. I mean, we met at 17. We didn't start dating until maybe we was like 19. Yeah. So me and like, ah, them, th- them years don't really count. You count those years? Yes. I don't, I don't, yes. I love it. I love yes. it. No, because I, I I had the exact same thing for me, man. And actually, me and Nana had talked about this. Um, I'm pretty sure on and off the mic at this point. Yeah. I had the same policy. I was like, yo, the 20s are mine. I'm not getting yeah. Don't get me wrong. I had relationships. I was booed up. I was like, I, am, I have no, I'm in no rush to get married. I was like, as soon as I get, as soon as I hit 30, not, then I can start thinking about all that. But what's right. happened now, I turned 32 years ago. Now that I'm a couple years into my 30s, I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, so I said I was going to figure this out in my 30s. Here I am. All right, I, what, what, what do I got to do now to get this get this you rolling? See? You know what I mean? You see? Y'all was <laughs> here playing all these games. You could have been. But even if you, like, okay, you guys were in a very committed relationship during your 20s and decided to get married in your 30s. Obi, you mm-hmm. not even trying to be in a relationship right now. To Wait, who said you that? Want to be no, time out. I, I said that that was one of my resolutions this year. So you 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 be forgetting. I told you I was trying to be booed up I, by the All I'm year. saying is the things that I've been seeing, oh, where's boy. the evidence? Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> you know what? Well, I'll ask you this then. Um, was, did you Did either of you feel like there was any external pressure for y'all to get married? Especially concerning the fact that 
y'all were together for a hot minute. Like, did you have family like on either side? Like, Eric, what are y'all waiting for? What's going on? When when are y'all gonna do this? Um, during the early years of our relationship, we were uh, have we had a long distance relationship. Okay. I transferred um, to a university in Pittsburgh, and he was here in New York. Mm-hmm. So, I think I was out there for about five years. So when I came back there was no pressure from our family or from me to him because this, now we had to get used to being together in person. Right. Okay. Uh, this is a different type of relationship now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so there was, there was never any pressure mid to late twenties. Okay. okay. <laughs> sounds like it started. Sounds like, sounds like there's a cutoff there. <laughs> um, I would think my grandmother would make comments, you know, certain things friends. about yeah, like what's taking so long, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But I mean, I would just block it out just because okay. I'm so headstrong about what I was, you know, what I was going to do. And um, Nana, to answer your question, did I ever have a fear of losing her? Um, no, because it wasn't no pressure from her okay. to put a ring on it. So that those thoughts never crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. So I was just always confident, like, listen, it's, you know, it's going to happen. We're eventually going to get married. And I just saw my life, you know, getting married at 30, having a baby as well at 30. But I just didn't want my 20s to raise a family and to, you know, be in a committed relationship. Well, we were in a committed relationship, but being married in my 20s, right. that's just something <clears throat> no, I that's didn't fair. see myself. And I wasn't ready either. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of times when we have this conversation, it's, it's always assumption. centered around the fact that, like, the woman is ready, right. but the guy isn't. Right. So I, I appreciate you being honest, Ebony, and saying that you also weren't ready at the time to, to kind of tie the knot. Yeah. And, no, I, uh, yeah. And I think even, even I was getting on you, Obi, about, like, and, and your resolution, but, like, I think definitely during this time of quarantine and like kind of reintroducing myself to myself, like I realized a lot of the things that I said, and I think we've talked about this a little bit, a lot of the things that I I said that I wanted by this age, I don't think that I would have been able to appreciate or yeah, same. in a, in a, so maybe it, it, like, I think a lot of us, well, I can, I'll speak for myself that there has been pressure for me to get married. And I think we talked about this when we did part one, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of happy that I, like uh, Devon, I kind of was just like, I'm. I don't know nothing about what y'all talking about. I'm gonna do me because I don't think that I would have been it. Whatever relationship I would have been in, it wouldn't have been one that served me well. And so I think that the fact that you guys were really able to grow together um, and and wait until you were in a better space individually, and then of course as a couple to make this decision. I just, to mm-hmm. me, it's the, it's the numbers. It's like the arbitrary yeah. numbers yeah. that kind of drive me crazy. We all got them in different ways though. <laughs> We're about different stuff, but, yeah. but I, I hear yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah. Um. So our next question is, when you both got married, uh, did you feel like a sense of achieve- achievement? Was it like, had what would have happened if maybe you decided to not pursue a, a marriage like would you feel like you were missing something would you feel like you were unfulfilled would there be like would there still like, would there have been a sense of resentment if you guys were still kind of just dating committed to each other but didn't take the plunge to actually get married uh for me um no just because 
Hey, you know, I'm gonna be honest. And we're gonna no, have, that's um, we appreciate oh, yeah. honesty. Keep it on the real line. Keep it a buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for me, no. Like, if we were still together and we weren't married, I don't think anything would have changed. You okay. know, that's my opinion. I might feel different. I, which... I feel different. <laughs> <laughs> the look, I wish the, I wish they could have seen the look over. He's like, yeah, I think Ebony might feel a little different. You felt it. You didn't have to look at her. That's like uh, that's 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 50 years. <laughs> yeah, that heat. Was coming. That's why I wanted to answer the question first. <laughs> How about you, Ev? What What do you think? Uh, <laughs> we have the numbers. We know we know how long we dated, and uh, if that number continued to grow and we weren't married, I would not be comfortable. Um, okay. I was I was raised. You know, we were we're basically we were basically married, but just you know, not living together. Not mm-hmm. it wasn't on a legal document. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just like, why wouldn't we be married? That you know, that's just how, where I come from. It's it, okay. the marriage shows our official union. Yeah. Okay. You know? So. Um, no, because that's what I've always wondered is, and especially for y'all, I, I think that's one thing I, I feel like we're fortunate to have to be speaking with a couple who were together for a long period of time before they got married. I'm mm-hmm. wondering. What really changed for y'all after y'all tied the knot? After being in the game for eleven years, what 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 like did anything about your dynamic change? Did you feel a shift in your relationship once y'all did officially, you know, get that legal document, or or did that kind of really just formalize it? Maybe. Um, I mean, I think the major shift came when we had our daughter. Okay. So we okay. had her before we got married. Okay. Okay. So, for me that was the major shift because here we are um you know we created a life and we're raising someone Mm -hmm. as far as the marriage i mean marriage is a relationship Mm -hmm. so we were in a relationship 11 years prior to getting married um throughout the years you know i've grown i matured a whole lot yes thank god (laughs) (laughs) won't he do it won't he do it yes i love it i love it from 17 to your early 30s that's that's a lot of transitions happening yes. in that yeah. right yeah. you know yeah. trying to figure stuff out mm-hmm. and but like i think for me it was ha- seeing my daughter being born that kind of shifted a lot of my perspective mm. okay my brother says the exact same thing so i feel like that's one of those things i might not fully understand or appreciate till till i'm there but yeah, yeah. I've, I've definitely heard other other men say the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, but as far as the the marriage, um, you know, it, it it was one of those things where I, you know, I've seen her grow. Um, <laughs> I love the person that she became. So it it was kind of like one of those things where like, all right, all right, we're gonna get married, we're gonna do this. So I didn't feel no 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 big shift in terms okay. of getting married. You sound just like me, Devon. You sound you sound like you're real practical. Like, all right, you know, yeah. we go, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do this. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Ebony? He's a planner, and yeah, I'm same here. Like a bird yeah. floating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. definitely do, a planner. But I do have you know goals, and I I see where I want to you know get to. But he's just mm-hmm. like I need to see it in front of me, and what's right, yep. you know, what's next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. wait, uh, Lo again, another. I love Malo. So what's Devon? What's your sign? I'm a Scorpio. So am I. 
Oh, okay. So double Scorpio energy. Oh, All right. Yeah. I, we thought you might be an Earth sign once you said the planner. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We're both Capricorns. We know that that's we love a good plan. Right. <laughs> we do. As, we do. As oh, that's so interesting. Okay. Um, and Ebony, earlier you had mentioned um, that your kind of initial thoughts of, on marriage were based on what you saw in your family. So I'm curious for the both of y'all. You know whether whether it's present tense or past tense because obviously I don't know like you know if your parents are still married or or your family members. I'm curious of if seeing their relationships had any influence, not just on your perception of marriage, but did it also offer maybe some like mo- like a model for the two of you, or, or is it someone that y'all looked up to? Whether it was an uncle or your your parents, your grandparents, as like yo, I want to we want to do it like this. Um, my parents have been married for. I believe 35 years. Shit, shout out to them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I like to say my dad is a unicorn because he does all things. And Mm -hmm. just watching them together, how they, their relationship was amazing to watch as a child um, and as an adult. So they are my exclusive model for, Mm -hmm. for how I think I work with Devon. And then there's also my grandparents. Um, are still married. Well, my grandfathers have each passed, but I've my grandparents were married and together my entire childhood. Okay. That's so okay. beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I've I've only seen partners work, and it. I know that it wasn't easy, but I've only seen that. So that's what I do here in our house. Okay. Wow. That almost feels like like a outlier. So so, so there was no divorce in your today. family. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Because I know that's a reality for so many people, you right. know, in terms of like the families they grew up in or their grandparents or their aunts and uncles. Okay. How about you, Devon? Um, for me, it's quite different. Um, my dad left when I was about three years old. Mm-hmm. So I've never seen, you know, that family structure. You know, my mom had to raise myself and my sister. So I never really seen my mom in a meaningful relationship. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I met Ebb and having her, you know, bringing me around her family to really see, you know, what this thing is about. Mm-hmm. So me and her dad, we have a great relationship, you know, oh. conversations that we had, um, you know, it was, it was pretty dope. Um, another couple who I kind of looked to um, would be one of my older cousins. He's about okay. eight years older than us. Mm-hmm. So him and his wife, they met in high school, so it's sort of like similar paths. Yeah, 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 for sure. So there were things that I didn't understand that I could reach out to him, even when me and Ebony broke up. You know, oh, we didn't tell you guys that. <laughs> and no, it happens. It happens. I mean, eleven is a long eleven years, right? Yeah. There, there had to be one or two in there. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. right, right. So you know, going through that time, I reached out to him, and he just gave me some insight on what relationships are are meant to be about mm-hmm. so those two will probably be you know ebony's dad well ebony's family structure and my cousin and his wife mm-hmm. i would lean on those two but in the household i didn't have anything to look to honestly i see um, how about you nana well i was I'm I'm curious. and i i think our situations are very similar i my father was always in my life but my parents got divorced uh, when I was about seven. And okay. so, I mean, my I've seen my mom in relationships, but not something that has felt like super 
like anything that has any staying power or like where she I could see her okay this is somebody that she probably wants to remarry or rebuild with and I would have loved that because I I I I I I think love is important in in your story like it is it's imperative for you to have somebody to love and for you to be loved and um my dad got remarried um and that was you know, a little painful for us because the woman that he decided to marry was, we don't need to talk about her. But I, 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 but I think with, um, with kind of not see, and then a lot of the other, like my, my, I have great aunts who are still married, but like that, that, that relationship wasn't something that I wanted to mirror because it was super, super traditional. Mm. My, my my grandmother was like super submissive to her husband. And I mm. knew that even if, if I knew that I, if I wanted to get married, I didn't want that. I wanted to be able to maintain my individuality, to maintain, right. like for this to be like an equal partnership. Um, and so the, the marriages that I did see didn't, were not something that I wanted to mirror. Um, mm. And so Devon, kind of feeling a similarity a similarity to um to your story i wonder for you then because i know for me there was like um such a strong urge then to find companionship to find partner because i didn't see that in my mom's life um and there there are times that i probably uh, not probably i know that i forced relationships or situations that may have not served me but i want i just wanted that love and so for you then when you um, you met ebony at such a a, like at a pretty young age then was Mm -hmm. it was it was like was this something that you knew that you wanted instantly uh because you hadn't had that or you hadn't seen that growing up or did you kind of just allow things to evolve um yeah for me it was just uh, uh, allowing things to just flow Mm-hmm. You know, uh, being in college, meeting this girl at freshman orientation, wow. um, and we became friends. Yeah. You know, she was in another relationship prior to me. Okay. So I'll be on the sidelines hating like, ah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but still trying to be as uh, objective as possible, but also maintaining that friendship. So for me, it was just letting things flow. Okay. And on my end, I didn't know we were falling in love because I treated him as my, my friend. She you know. put me in the friend zone. Hey, I was about to say, you friend zone the homie. Damn. Oh. Break. That happens all the time. Like, I feel, I think I, I saw a quote uh, a couple years ago that like the love, you've already met the love of your life after a certain age. So like, it's so interesting mm. that you've known, you knew each other as platonic friends and then it grew into this really beautiful thing. Also, um, Nana, you gotta check, you gotta run through your friend list. I know, then. I'm always <laughs> Hubby might doing? be on that list. What about you, in terms of like uh how what I saw marriage modeled as coming up. Yes, that and your friends, your friends group. Do you think that there's someone in your Okay, okay. I like this. They turned the table on us. Okay. I like this. I like this energy. Okay. Um, (laughs) No, similar to you. Oh no, you can get me. Don't don't care. You can get me married. I'm 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 (laughs) (laughs) No, I was very open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me like two more years. (laughs) 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 Get this bank account up a little bit. Um, but no, similar to you, Ebony, I also saw 
um, just marriages pretty much in, in every level of my family. My, my parents, similar to you, I think they're probably pushing somewhere in the mid thirties, uh, probably third, probably pushing 35 as well uh, since, since they got married. Um, most of my aunts and uncles are married. Only I have probably about almost 20 aunts and uncles from both sides, Jeez. like together, and maybe only one or two of them ended up have been divorced, but the rest of them are all still married. But I always kind of say that with an asterisk. Of course, being married doesn't always necessarily mean it's a healthy marriage yeah. or maybe one that they should be in. But but that but even then, that's still what I saw growing up. And even my grandparents as well, they were all married. Um, so for me, that's kind of been the, the, the model that I've seen, at least in my family. Um, when it comes to my friends, that's where I would say it's probably lacking. My, my, I have a cousin, Zab, he's married. Um, he's, I think he's the only cousin. I might have maybe one or two of the cousins who are married. Mm-hmm. And even with my friend circle, um, I got a friend, Marcus, he's married. Like I can count them on my hand, basically. It's not a whole <laughs> lot. Yeah. It's not a whole lot that I have to, to, to work on. And I think I'm a little, in, in, in some ways I'm a little nervous about that. Cause like, kind of like you mentioned, Devon, you got your older cousin who you can kind of look up to, seek counsel, get advice. I'm wondering who that's going to be for me, you know, because right. I, I know I know I got my cousin Zab, but that's about it. It's kind of slim pickings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, will, I will lend Devon and Ebony to you if you. Yeah, need yeah, that. I need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then even even in respect to what I was referring to, Obi, like, do you think that you've met like there's a, a potential person in your past that? You could double back on and see maybe this this could have been it. I've never been a double back kind of guy, but mm. but I but I but I but I will say this: I definitely believe in the idea that. Uh, well, for one thing, I don't believe in the the notion of the one, meaning there's like only one single person on the face of the earth who's sure. like your ideal match. The way I've always viewed it is that you have a you, if you're lucky, there's a few people who you come across in your life who could potentially be a really good fit for you where something could grow out of that. The question is, where are you when you come across those people? Mm-hmm. And so in that sense, I, I do feel like I have in my in my past dating history, I absolutely feel like I've dated women who who like potentially could have been the one, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I necessarily was ready in that moment for things to progress, you know, down that way. So what I'm trying to do now in the interim is just doing that work on myself, doing what I got to do. That way, the next time I do come across, you know, that that woman who is a really good fit for me, I can kind of capitalize on that and, and hopefully something comes out of it. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, in kind of me, okay, I'm complete honesty. The, I, I want to get married. I'm hoping to get married very soon. You sounded like it was a secret. What do you mean, complete honesty? <laughs> we do this. <laughs> but one of my my big and this I kind of mentioned it a little bit when I was talking about the marriages that I've seen growing up. The one thing that I'm like a very very nervous about is like maintaining my identity in a marriage, mm-hmm. and I think especially being a woman being a black woman being an african woman like the whole like submitting to your husband and kind of like absorbing you know him not necessarily ownership but like that whole traditional notion of like 
your husband kind of um, the head of the household and like you being kind of deferential to them, that is a huge fear for me. And so I kind of wonder in your relationship, how do you maintain your identity? How do you um, maintain your individuality in, in your marriage? Good question. Because I'm more than the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. I mean, for me, um, I think with any relationship, um, people will have roles, mm-hmm. but it also depends on how you identify with the roles. Like I was talking about um, her dad, like he cooks and cleans, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. I'm looking at him like, what? Like, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and you know, he does both of them it. really well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it all depends on what you and your partner discuss about the roles. Like, okay. I give an example, like, I have to be to work super early. So Eb drops off our daughter and I pick her up. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that might not work in another relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, all right, well, you know, I'm doing this. I'm the head of the household. I'm the breadwinner. No, nah, it's just you guys have to decide what roles work best for your relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. A way for me to keep my identity is pretty much doing the things that I that I enjoy doing. Um, I know I can't do it at the, you know, the same level when I was single and didn't have a kid. Mm-hmm. So it's about compromising, too. So, you know, and it works you know, to have a good um, support system. Yeah. I.e. grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm going to just drop her off and we'll be back. In- <laughs> we'll get back in a week. Uh, so, yeah. This is a, um, it's a partnership, mm. right? And we were, although we have been together for quite some time, we've always um, created space separately from each other. And I okay. think that's, okay. that's what's added to our longevity. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I do things with my friends. I do things creatively, even in the house. Like if you go to another room, that's your own time. That's, you okay. know. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yourself. Yeah. Or even just my time I spend with Ryan and he spends separate time with her as well. So okay. we, I think, I don't know that we have discussed the fact that we have our separate identities, but it just, we just, let it flow and it's just always worked mm-hmm. no because a lot of times the way that you always hear people talk about marriage is you know it's two parts becoming a whole is the way that you normally hear it but what i've always wondered is do you still have parts of yourself that exist and live completely separate of your marriage that you're still able to tap into or or is it really once you're married like that that all kind of goes away um I think there was a point where part of I, things went away. I think when I had my, my daughter, okay. I lost a lot of myself because I was giving it all to her and to my marriage. Okay. It was a, a, a self-reflection point. And I'm just like, I don't feel like myself. What's mm-hmm. wrong? Oh, mm-hmm. you stopped going to thrift stores. Oh, you stopped dancing or you stopped calling and texting your girlfriends as much as you used to. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I think that was fairly early in our marriage when I'm just like, okay, you can't do this. You're not happy. You're not making yourself happy. Devon can't help you with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to figure it out. And so I started doing the things that I enjoy doing. Hmm. Okay. 
I felt better. (laughs) And I think for me, the party just continued, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sick of you. I love it. (laughs) The party just continued. (laughs) You know, (laughs) and it was just like, I don't know if um, being a new mom was just over cautious. And I'm like, she's fine. She's a year and a half. (laughs) She'll She'll be all right. She'll be be okay. Be back together the next day. So I always had that mentality, but she's like, well, no, what if, what if? I'm just like, nah, damn the what ifs. We, we going here. Mm-hmm. Whatever we wanted to do. So for me, it it, it didn't stop for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I never lost myself in marriage or with having a child. You know, me is pretty simple. Like just continue to just continue to do the things that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I think you guys have have both kind of spoken on it uh, in different ways. Um, But I'm curious, what kind of boundaries help protect your marriage? Like, do you what do y'all have some agreements that you've made with each other that kind of help sustain and maintain like where y'all at now? Like maybe, you know, I don't, that's the thing. I hate saying it like you can't do this or you can't do that. But because that's more like a rule, but I'm wondering like there's just like any boundaries or un- maybe understanding is a better word. Any understandings that y'all have that you've come to that have helped keep the marriage going? Um, I think we trust each other. So okay. what if he, when he leaves the house, he's still my husband. And I know that he knows that I'm his wife here at home. So he doesn't do anything that I would feel uncomfortable with. Sure. I trust that that's the case. And so that trust is our, that's our what, foundation. That's, okay. No, absolutely. You need that in any relationship, I imagine, especially so in a, in a marriage. Yeah. Um, I don't do we, I wouldn't say we have any boundaries. No, I mean, like <laughs> if she's going out, you know, text, hey, I'm here on the way home. That's, you know, that's pretty much it. It's not like, oh, you got to be home at 3 a.m. Okay. You know, you're an adult. Well, how about this, Devon? I'm going to throw a wrench in it. Uh, So bear with me here. So Devon, Eb Eb lets you know, hey, next Friday, I'm meeting up with, uh, you know, one of my guy friends from high school. Want to grab some drinks and catch up. Is that is that is that a go or a no go? It's a go. Okay. I know that's right. Okay. Just, Wait, Nada, you look like you were you were on uh, pins and needles. You didn't know. No, what I just going. I just want to know what, what was he gonna say. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's a go, and the reason it's a go is just because I have female friends okay. who I've known longer than me and Ev. So I never feel like you should always give that up just because they might not be in uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. nobody's trying. to and get with them because if that was the case me and Ev wouldn't even exist yeah there was never a situation like oh that's your high school friend why y'all hanging out okay okay yeah i see us y'all y'all have a healthy marriage then sounds like this this is good you love to see it yeah and do you feel the same way or you'll be a little like we know i know all of his friends he knows okay yeah at this point right yeah because no yeah, I'm sure, I'm, exactly. Yeah, not no new at friends. this point, like 16 years <laughs> in, 
if, if either of y'all say a name you haven't heard, it's going to be like, right. That's a little right. Right. wait, hold right. up. <laughs> I, I ain't never, never heard her. Yeah. 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 You um, that but so, I, I and I don't, I, I kind of want to, because I, I like a double back. So I kind of want to double back a little bit to what right. you were saying um, in respect to like, how ebony i think you had mentioned how it was maybe hard for you in the beginning with motherhood and being newly married kind of figuring out like essentially losing your identity a little bit um and then realizing that in order for you to be a a a wonderful mother and a partner you had to take care of yourself and like remind your remind yourself who you are and kind of do the things that you enjoy doing um and so kind of not losing yourself in that and devon i i and i think it's very super cliche that for you as a man none of these things kind of changed your point of view not to say that you were negligent but like you still understood that you can do it you can do it all you can be a great husband a great father but still yeah um, yeah. So for for you for I mean Ebony I think we're very similar in in like how caring and nurturing and super empathetic yeah. we are. Um, if there are any outside of doing reminding yourself of like the things that you enjoy doing, were there other things that you did to kind of readjust and kind of remind yourself of who you are? Because I I joke all the time that when I get into her relationship. I don't want to hear nothing from my girlfriends. I'm not doing nothing. It's all about me and my man. And I, oh, I say, you're one of those. I say it, oh, I say it. Boy Kenton. He's the same you way. I say, not to cut everybody. I say it. I say it facetiously, <laughs> of course. But like, I also do feel like if I do finally find somebody who love and respect, like I'm going, there is going to be a shift in my friendship. And so like, if there are any tips or tricks that you can kind of share with me and our listeners about like how you were able to bounce back and kind of remember who you are and, and some of that work that you were doing. Cause it, it's a fear of mine. It definitely is a fear of mine that I would kind of just lose myself in my relationship. So. That is an excellent question. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think like as far as communicating with my friends and family, um, I, I thought about how I would feel if I was on the other side. Mm. Um, like, oh, you know, why am I not getting invited to this party or to this this hangout? Um, and that 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 makes me feel uncomfortable. So I make sure that I re- I reached out to my friends mm-hmm. just as you know as soon as you think about them, just a text. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? It's been it's been a while, you know. So just as soon as you think about someone, reach out. Don't let it wait till oh when I get home from work, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the the piece about falling off. I mean, I I just it was making me feel uncomfortable. I just wasn't happy, mm-hmm. and I think he was feeling it. And I don't know if my daughter was feeling it, but I'm sure she might have. Um, I just wasn't happy, and I'm just like, what is it? And then I guess I in and maybe like just meditating or just being quiet with myself. I'm like, I'm not doing anything that I want to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you were kind of I just fulfilling like, the roles that you had as opposed to like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so like you were saying, getting back into dancing and journaling or like any of the things that you were doing prior to this relationship, you were just reintroducing them into your right. life. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much what I did. What okay. I'm doing now to this day. Yeah. Okay. And so, so I'm curious. You you mentioned um, 
uh, you know, like journaling, uh, or maybe not to mention the journaling, you mentioned meditating, you know, kind of finding that quiet time for yourself. I'm a huge advocate um, for, for mental health. Uh, I've been going to therapy for a few years now. So I'm wondering if you guys have done any form of like couples therapy together. If you have, you know, did how did it benefit you? Or if you haven't, have you thought about it? We haven't done anything outside of marriage counseling prior to getting married. Okay. okay. Um, we got to well, do it on our own. As soon as we feel a certain way, we, when do we have our therapy moments? And at night, when we get to, when we go to bed, we don't have a okay. television in our bedroom. Okay. So whatever we're feeling from that day or whatever, um, we talk about it. That's we our pillow talk. talk. Our okay. Yeah. Pillow talk. Very important. Yeah. Right, but as far as a professional, um, no, we never had that. But I'll be open to it, though. Okay. If, if, yeah, is it something you guys have considered? Or even individually seeking therapy, is that something that you guys have done? We have considered it after our breakup. After a, uh, it was like a month-long serious breakup, we considered doing a couples therapy, but we didn't actually move forward with it. Right. Okay. Still might consider it. <laughs> okay, at some point, I've I've right. always heard of marriage counseling, but I what what is that about? I have no idea. Like, what what did it? What's that? What's that like going through that? What did, what do they make y'all do? What do y'all talk about? Like, um, I'm trying. It was it's a, four and a half years ago. It was a while ago, right? I'm like, but like, like how long gotta, is it? Like, is it, like, is it a one time thing? Is yeah. it a couple of sessions? Like, how does it go down? Well, it was led by our pastor that the. Um, the pastor okay. that officiated our marriage. Okay. okay. So he kind of asked us questions, basically. Kind of like the overview of like what um, the marriages, you know, should kind of like look like almost, and okay. getting more in tune with ourselves. So it wasn't where it was like a list of demands. You know, before you get married, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. And um, okay. He, he he was super cool. Just. Everything was a conversation. What are your thoughts about this? What are your thoughts? Okay. What do you think in this oh, okay. situation? Okay. You would do care and, you know, things like that. So it wasn't anything where it was a checklist. I see. How, like long, how long was the process? Um, how many sessions like a, did we have? Four sessions. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, like about okay. a month or something. Yeah, because right. I've, I've heard of some pastors who won't even officiate a wedding unless, unless. the couple has gone mm -hmm, through mm -hmm. the counseling with them. I know some pastors are pretty are pretty like serious about that. They're like, hey, before right. before I give y'all my blessing, let me make sure y'all y'all fit for this. <laughs> make sure y'all good. Long. I, I think they were maybe like 45 minutes or so. Okay. 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 All right. So it's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. I was I was thinking this like sorry, sorry, what was that? I was just gonna say he basically said, okay, you love each other, but it's gonna take more than your love mm. to make a marriage work. Okay, mm -hmm. so kind of mm -hmm. prepping you, making you maybe think of things like you haven't talked about or haven't considered yet prior to better or worse. Got it. Mm -hmm. so, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and so you guys, uh, you mentioned Ebony that your pillow talk is kind of like your therapy time, where you can kind of talk about maybe any issues that arise. Is that the only way that you handle or manage conflict in your marriage? Like, what are what are some other things when? I don't know, somebody does something that another doesn't like or... Devin uh, tries your life. Right. You know, well, how, how's that go down? How do, how do you manage that? We just talk about it because we're, we're best friends. So as soon as he gets on my nerves, I'm like, 
um, do I need to do something to help you out with this? Or, you know, we just talk about it. Right? Yeah, whereas me, like, I'll throw, like, subtle jabs. <laughs> you know, I'm not as, like, direct all the time. Devin keeps I'll, it real, I'll, man. I love that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll know when he's getting quiet. I'm like, something's bothering him, and I'll have to keep stabbing him. Like, what is to, it? To Can get at it. Okay. Talk about it. <laughs> Before it festers. And... Yeah, that's, that's when things get tricky. But so yeah. you, it's it. This isn't a thing where you kind of. So you do typically head like manage things head on. It's like we don't let the let things kind of roll under the rug or fade somewhere. Like let's 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 address this now, kind of situation. Right. Earlier on in our relationship, like if something was bothering me, I wouldn't let her know. Okay. I would just hold on to it internally, and Eb was just like, "You should let it out. You should let me know." Now it's more so, hey, this is bothering me. We need to fix it. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely grown in that aspect. Early on, I'll just keep things bottled up. Yeah. And once I got to my tipping point, you know, it's that's why it yeah. yep, mm-hmm. it's going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all the same. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, Obi, do you hear yourself? Because I hear yeah. you. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel you. I feel that's, you. That's, yeah. That's true. I think, yeah, as long as you have that foundation. And I and I can imagine, like, even um, when you guys first met, that it was probably hard, uh, even though you had that foundation of friendship, like, moving into a relationship, you the shift is a little different. And so, like, maybe feelings, it would have been easier for you to open up or convey any issues that you had prior to dating but like now this is your woman like this is your girl like how do I do that so that's that's fair I think it's and you know uh, we going on 15 years eventually you and this you decided this is it so we gotta fix this yeah another thing I wonder too once you've been together that long is there even shit to like argue about at that point that's like what's left what's left what argument is left that you haven't had already after 15 years <laughs> the same. It's like I know he knows what bothers me, and I know what bothers him. Right? Yeah, at um, this point, right? Yeah. yeah so the same <laughs> argument, like something as simple as, "Can you put the directions in the GPS?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't want to. I want to go on Instagram." You know. I, okay. <laughs> okay. Small thing. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. You have the ways out. Oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> Damn, I started some shit now. (laughs) Especially if I'm driving. Right. You have to have your phone. (laughs) You you got it. That is hilarious. (laughs) So what what's something um you guys would say you've learned about yourself since you've been married? So just some knowledge, wisdom that came to y'all, you know, in the wake of, of, of you guys getting married. Is there anything that you learn about it? And I meant that, uh, or I'm asking that both ways, about yourselves and also about each other that you didn't know before you got married. Mm. Mm. That's a good question. Um, got, you, got y'all digging I mean, deep today. We, we do this. <laughs> we do do this. <laughs> um, something that I learned about myself since I've been married. Yeah, that you didn't know before. Um, I think... Oh, um. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta cue the Jeopardy music now. Right? <laughs> no, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. No, take your time. I'm thinking. Um, 
or maybe something that surprised you surprised yourself that you didn't know That's, you were yeah. capable of or you know um for me uh kind of like being alone mm-hmm. having my alone moments um you know like being younger like i always felt like i needed people around me mm-hmm. and not feeling comfortable let's say going to the mall by myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but as i got older i'm like hey i'm i'm pretty dope by myself <laughs> <laughs> like i'm okay i'm doing all right yeah yeah like i could go to you know a cafe and sit down and eat by myself yeah, yeah. um my younger years i always felt like i needed someone someone to do that whether you know even if it's a friend hey come come with me to the mall real quick yeah, or blah blah, yeah. blah 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 but as i got older like i felt more i guess confident and you know feeling like i was starting to come into my own with being comfortable with being alone you know that's, that's for me yeah, yeah. yeah. okay okay since i had some time to think there, um, you go. <laughs> there are two things i i think that i am a superwoman I call myself a superwoman now. Yes. Being able to take care of myself, take care of the household, take care of my daughter, um, keep things operating smoothly as smooth as possible. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't realize that I could could do that, could yeah. make that happen. Juggling so many balls um, in the air at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, you have all these role models. I have my mother. I, I see them doing it, but they make it look easy, and I, here I am doing it. And I like to think I make it look easy, but it's not. Um, and then what I've learned about myself, I, I learned that I can be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And um, it's okay for me to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sure. I know it's a little strange to say it in this space talking about marriage, but it's okay for me to be like, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, it doesn't involve the two of you. And I think that's okay because it's the only way I'm going to stay strong in order to keep you guys afloat yeah. to absolutely. keep helping you guys. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's no. and, how, and how about each other? What's something maybe, Eb, you learned about Devon that you didn't know about before and, and vice versa? Maybe you're seeing them in a new light, you know, now that you're married? Um, I've always known that he's a pretty much black and white. Like, this is it's either this or this, right? Okay. Okay. Right? okay. But, since we've been married, I've appreciated that a bit more because I'm like, I'm probably too soft sometimes. It's like a gift mm-hmm. and a curse house. You know, mm-hmm. after this, we're on. And I hate that. having <laughs> <laughs> so him as my husband, it allows me to like check myself sometimes. Like, girl, don't worry about that. You know, that, that doesn't matter. And having, you know, him in my ear, hearing his voice, like, yes, you know. Got to put yourself first. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. You know, so he's he's he kind of so helped you advocate for yourself basically more. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. That's beautiful. Okay. Devon. Um, what I've learned about Ab, um, I think going through this pandemic, um, just seeing how hard she works, mm. you know, not really grasping the concept on, you know, when she's in the office. I'm like, hey, you ain't give me a call, no text. Like, what's going on? You can't be that busy. (laughs) 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 Right. To like actually looking up, seeing her at the desk, constantly working from, you know, literally like the moment that she wakes up to about 6 p.m. I'm like, wow, she works pretty damn hard. (laughs) (laughs) She be out here grinding. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I, I can understand now. You know, yeah. so definitely going through the pandemic has put things into uh, perspective. And awesome. she, she, she works pretty, pretty, pretty damn hard. And he stepped up a lot to help me. As well. Like, Okay. Take oh, I, I hear him washing the dishes, blasting music. But you know, that, <laughs> that's yeah. All right. I feel like I'm on a black a black love episode now. I'm right? about to get emotional, right? I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy inside. I like this. I like this. Right? It's beautiful. You love to see it. You no, love to truly, see it. Truly, truly, truly. It's, it's, it's incredibly inspiring. Because like I, even when I was like reading um, like your bio, it's kind of like you don't see this, but then you have, I think it, you take a step back and it's like, well, no, I have another friend. I like, at least for me, a lot of, a lot of my friends are married. Probably okay. more, more than most are. Oh, okay. um, and, um, and so honestly, when we would, I, I had a pretty long list. You guys were definitely at the top, but I was like, <laughs> okay, if they can't do it or they're not comfortable. I know this other person and I know this other couple. And so it is like, there's a little bit of pressure that I feel sometimes I like, Oh, all of this is happening. And I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening in my very near future, but mm -hmm. it is incredibly inspiring to sit down and see people genuinely and sincerely love and care for each other. And like, um, I can definitely kind of agree with what Obi was saying earlier about maybe seeing relationships that didn't need to last as long when I was growing up, mm -hmm. but like, and I mean, again, we're only getting a small tidbit of what your what your life looks like. And I'm only seeing the perspective of a lot of my friends' relationships, you know, from the outside. Outside but, looking in, yeah. Right. But um I, so, I just seeing that knowing them, I would hope that it is it's you know what they project. Yeah. So so now you were mentioning, you know, that when you get into a relationship, your friendships will shift. Well, so Devon, I've never been in a relationship, so we don't know what's yeah. going to happen. No, you have. Jada, Jada gave us entanglements, and I've decided oh, wow. that every past situation I've been in, because I'll be if we're being honest, I like I even I'm pretty reticent to call. Like even when I when we talk about my the people that I've dated in the past, I don't mm -hmm. I you know that there's a hesitation for me to call them relationships because I don't think that that's what they are. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, again, when I, when I do say that, I do say it facetiously, I do say it as a joke, but I know even when I'm casually dating somebody there, there's a lot of energy that I put towards that relationship right. that I probably should also, I should be monitoring or monitoring or like making sure managing in a way to where I'm not losing myself in them and mm -hmm. still maintaining who I am and the other, you know, connections in that I have in my life. Yeah, so but I don't friends, know what's gonna happen. Right. So the friends that are married mm -hmm. have they acted um well not different, but have your relationship changed with your married friends? Um well kind I mean, so like what you what you guys have mentioned, there's a shift. Like mm -hmm. you have this whole other person to you know, focus on a lot of a lot of my married friends are also parents now, and so now there's an added there's another person that, you know, kind of takes a lot of that time. Um, and so we we try to do our best to stay um, in communication, at least like regular communication. But when I when they fall off or I don't hear from them as often, I don't take too much of an offense because I can only imagine, you know, 
being a partner, being a parent, mm-hmm. how that affects the time and energy that you have to put towards your friendship. Um, some Sometimes it does get a little hard because it's like, well, we don't talk. Like, I, I miss you. But then I, mm-hmm. I try to do my part in reaching out and just letting them know that I'm thinking of them. And then usually if it's not instant, but like a day or two, then I'll hear from them. They're like, girl, I've been thinking about you this whole time, but this is going on and that is going on. And so I do feel a shift. Um, there is no lack of friendship, but it, it just looks a little different now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of our friends are not married. Okay. Um, so what so, are y'all doing to get us married? Like how, what's going on? So we can be like y'all and then we can all just couple date. <laughs> we don't know what to do. We, <laughs> <laughs> we got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting each other. So many years ago. Yeah. Do you feel, so, but I mean, outside of, so you said a lot of your friends are not married. Is it, do you feel, or do you have married friends? You, I'm sure you do. Um, Yeah. Do Do you have married No, No, Melanie. Oh, oh. yes. I have a, 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 I can count on one hand how many of my close friends are married. Okay. And then do you do like the group trip, double date? Why did I get married? Kind of situation thing. Nah, I'm more so like I try to stay away from those things because okay. I mean it's one thing to be in the same space as someone for two, three hours as right. opposed to three or four days. Sure, sure. And sure. I don't want any type of relationship to ever get ruined. So if we do travel, it's just me and that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just keep, it, okay. just keep it just like that, man. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> No, one one thing I wanted to just circle back because I, I love the question um, Devon just asked. Uh, you just asked Nana um, about like how if if her relationship with her her married friends has changed. That's one thing that's been really tough for me. One of my really good childhood friends, uh, he mm-hmm. got married uh, probably about two two years ago, maybe three years ago now, and it's just not the same, bro. Like I I almost feel like I lost. I lost a friend because right. now, now anytime it comes, like, let's say I'm trying to chop it up or I'm trying to hang out with him, it's, it's it feels like it's always a package deal, and it's like, all right, I get, get uh, your wife is amazing, she's cool peoples, Re- really and truly, I don't care for her, but we won't say that out too loud. But but I, but it, but I'm just saying, it's like I I don't want this to be a package deal. Like I'm just trying to chill with my homie. Like you know what I mean. Like why does it every time I want to see you has got to be like oh I got to check with her. I'm like damn is this what marriage is about? Like this is not what I'm trying to do. Like but I know that's just one small slice and that's just them. But that's always been like a turnoff for me. I'm like yo this is not what I'm trying to do. Like right. And also I think I think. I think your friend also needs to, you know, speak to his um his wife about setting expectations as well. Where it's like, I'm hanging out with my male friends. You're gonna be the only female. I really don't want that. Yeah, God, we need our little bro time too. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, which is important. Yeah, yeah it is. But did Very you important. have you told him this, Obi? Like you just sitting here? I have, I have, but it was one of those things where. I don't know. I've I've always felt a little uncomfortable speaking on other people's relationships. Like even before they got married, I felt like I wanted to have a sit down with him. Like, yo, bro, are you are you sure? You know, because I know you. I've known you for a while. She's 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 a you know smart. She, all the good things, but like, I just 
internally it just didn't really feel like it at least for me was the best fit for him but mm-hmm. how do you say that out loud i don't think there's any good way say to say that do you what do y'all what do y'all think would you do that would you tell would you tell you know one of your friends who's engaged like hey i don't know if this dude you, you i don't know if this dude's the one like maybe you should reconsider i don't know i i wasn't comfortable I'm- doing that I think if you saw certain things or if he complained about her, that those are your little nuggets, your little your little ends. Okay. Okay. Your little ends. But mm-hmm. as far as like coming out the blue, hey, I don't think this is the girl for you. I wouldn't do it personally. Yeah. But if, for example, like if he's complaining about her or saying anything, hey, I don't know, you know, if this the is one. the one for you, that would be your kind of end moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, that ship has gone and sailed. I, mean, so. <laughs> <laughs> I wish him well. I wish him the best. I, I mean, genuinely, I really do. But I think well, it's just another- been hard for me because I just feel like I lost, I lost my friend in a, a little bit. That's the, that's the one thing. But can can you invite him to like certain things geared towards male bonding? outings mm-hmm. that's probably yeah. what i'm gonna have to do i'm not to start getting real specific like <laughs> we about to we about to go paintballing then we're gonna go i don't know what we'll go fishing i'm gonna think of all the all the things yeah, right. for the bros yeah yeah we're gonna what? wrestle like we could we could fuck it i'm gonna throw it all in there like all right, come on you you can't want to tag along today though not, not after yeah. all this yeah. <laughs> And I'm not sure the type of, you know, woman that he's with. Maybe she's probably, you know, got him in a headlock or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not figuratively. Uh, I mean, not literally, but figuratively is what I meant to yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'll figure I it out. The record to show, if y'all see me dating a motherfucker and you think he's wrong for me, please be very clear and just let me know. He oh, you know me. I'll tell you. you so know. why you gonna tell him? Oh no, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's different with guys than it is with I think I think because I'm a dude, I know like if you're if you're dealing with some like fuck ass nigga, you I'll let you know. Like I'll be able to, to tell but it's a, it's a fuck ass chicks around yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I think also females always want to know the opinions of other others anyway. You mm-hmm. know, like Obi loves my opinions. He always wants them. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Right. Like, I don't see a guy be like, yo, what what do you think about my new girlfriend? Like, I have female friends that will ask me. Yes. No, you're right. That's exactly what it is. From a Mm -hmm. guy's perspective, what do you think? Yes. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, we don't do that as much. We don't do that as much. Oh, guys. No, it's true. Not as much. Not as much. Yeah. Um. I think only only my my closest closest like my two best friends, and it hasn't happened often. But like if I do bring a chick around or like they pick up and they're just not really feeling her, they'll let me know, you know. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that for from them. Um, but usually, I, usually the problem in the relationships isn't isn't the woman. It's usually me. So <laughs> they don't <laughs> got a whole lot to say. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you guys have mentioned your beautiful daughter, Ryan, um, and like kind of how maybe not that she was the catalyst to you guys deciding to get married, but like you had her prior to getting married. And so like the fact that 
you knew things had to be different now that she was here. What other things have changed um, in your in your life since Ryan's been here? Besides having to, you know, raise a, a black woman, um, what has changed in our relationship? Um, the short answer would just be um not having the ability to just pick up and go mm -hmm. you know having to have to make um arrangements um you know whether it's school pickups and drop-offs to summer camps to i guess date nights mm -hmm. checking to see if my mom is available or Ab's parents are available um ryan you know she has a mind of her own i want to go to Disney <laughs> world you know, trying to figure out when to make that happen. Right. You know, so those, those things change. And also, um, I would say just her well-being. You know, I think about, you know, she's in school. You know, is there anything, you know, not saying that anything bad is going to happen, but just, you know, raising, a, you know, a human being and having her, you know, at the forefront of, what's going on. Like, I mean, when I'm at work, I'm constantly thinking about her too. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's changed in terms of the freedom of not being able to just pick up and go. Mm -hmm. Or if we are picking up and go, we have to, you know, incorporate her in it. Yeah. Most of our time is geared toward her. Yeah. Um, for sure. And so we have to sort of plan out our time alone. But I'm a planner, so it works. Oh, so it happens. Because you, you took the question out of my mouth. I was about to say, how do y'all do it? Yo, I was like, I got it. All right. Like, like for me, like I'm a planner where I need to write things down. Like yes, I don't like yes, really putting yes. things in my iPhone. I like seeing checklists, whether we go mm -hmm. to the grocery store. I'm just I'm always about efficiency. I'm always I've always been like that. And I'm more spontaneous. Not in all aspects, but with okay. like, like, let's pick up and go. He's like, uh, but. <laughs> well, then we got some balance. Right. That's good. Right. That's no, good. that's yeah. yep. yep. yeah. balance each other out. Yeah. Right. And then I one thing I'm kind of just uh, piggybacking off of this question that you hear men say often when they have daughters is like they have a different appreciation for women and maybe like what their mothers have had to go through or their partners. Have you have you seen any of that, Devon? Have you do you like having to to raise a young black woman? Is there a different appreciation now for black women that you have? Um, see, I was raised in a house full of women. Mm. So I kind of always knew, yeah, like my older sister, <laughs> my mom, my aunt. So there were things that I knew what they had to go through. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm just big on respect, you know, no matter what color you are, you know, what sexual orientation. So having a daughter, um, would I say there was a greater appreciation? Uh, not really. I would say maybe a different appreciation. Yeah, different one. Because this is something that I created now. Yeah. And whether I had a daughter or a son, you know, I would approach it the same way, where it's like, hey, this is what you need to do. I'm going to give you, well, I'm going to try my best to give you all the resources mm -hmm. in order for your life to be successful. At the same time, it's your life. Mm -hmm. And if you want to screw it up, by all <laughs> means, 
That's okay. up to you. <laughs> you know, that, you know that, that, that's up to you. Like, I'm going to do my best to instill all these core values. Yeah. And if you want to F your life up, listen. That's you all say, you. My mom and dad wasn't there. You know how these rappers. Ah, and okay. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he can't nah. use that line. <laughs> we, we, we put you in this situation to be yep. successful. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know. And so, after almost five years of marriage, and we've been throwing that figure around because I know you're at four and a half. Well, when's the official anniversary? You tell him, D. Uh oh. Uh oh. November 21st. Okay. There we go. Okay. All right. All right. He was good. He was good. He was good. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> so yeah, y'all pushing, y'all pushing on five years of marriage, you know, the 11 years of dating. How do y'all keep things fresh? That's also something I've always wondered for, especially for the couples who've been married for a long time. You know, how, how do y'all, oh, oh okay. The only thing that the rubbing of the hands the right now. excited for this one. Yeah. How do y'all keep things fresh? Keep things, you know, keep that spunk, you know? How how's that, how's that look for y'all? I'll, I'll let Ep go first. <laughs> it's funny because we talked about this question, like how much do we want to tell them? Oh no, <laughs> y'all tell. Yeah, we'll we'll do our earmuffs if we need to. You know, yeah. <laughs> you can make it PG, PG thirteen, whatever you gotta do. Um, <laughs> we well, all right, we're almost at five years. We try to do things we haven't done before. Okay. Um, as, like, traveling to places we have not traveled to. Nice. Um, also dating each other too. Yes, you know, dating, each other. Like dating each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, still, like different restaurants, just different activities. Mm-hmm. You know, just to keep things fun. Like I will give you an example. Um, this past my past birthday, I just wanted to do something fitness based. Okay. And I invited a group of, you know, close friends to uh, attend the boxing class. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, you know, it was, it, was, it was cool. You know, Eb loved it. She was sweating and out of breath. But certain things like that, taking on different um, tasks, you know, that's how we, we keep things um, fresh. Yeah. So and now, them together. Like, I think that's right. Doing things together. Um, I can't get into the XXX stuff because no, Ryan, that's all right. That's not fresh. Hey, Ryan. Ryan parent. <laughs> she knew. She knew something was going she on. She did. She did. Like, yeah, I don't need y'all talking like, about everything now. Come on over there. Just to make sure <laughs> uh, okay. So, and Devon, you could not deny Ryan. That is a splint interview. That, that is your daughter. <laughs> that's your name Daddies and they girls like y'all <laughs> I know that's my twin yeah <laughs> for real for real oh my goodness um okay well that's good I, I I I love the idea of still dating even while you're married because like you're we're we're ever evolving people I'm gonna be a completely different person than when we first started dating when we first got mm-hmm. married and so like giving yourself opportunities to still learn each other in different uh in different ways and in, in creative ways I think is like super super important in a in a marriage so mm-hmm. that's that's so dope I think that's really really cool. yeah. you know whether it's and I mean it could be small things too it doesn't always have to be costly I mean mm-hmm. it could be like a paint night Okay. And, you know, Eb, Eb is more so the creative one where, 
she'll have an idea and i'm just like all right cool just let me know the date time and you know we'll, we'll, we'll do it yeah. yeah yeah you know but early on in our relationship i was close-minded i'm gonna be honest with y'all okay close-minded nah that's why i ain't trying to do that nah, <laughs> yeah nah. yeah everything's yeah. like nah yeah you know but you you get older you get a little uh wiser yeah. wiser you soften up a little bit yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so i'm just like you know instead of arguing and you know going back and forth i might enjoy it so you know yeah. i'm at the you like, might i'm like yo this, this <laughs> next thing you're like yo let's come back here next week right. I, I love this. let's do this right. again oh, my goodness. <laughs> um know? And so we kind of touched this, you guys talked about, you know, this time in quarantine um, and we, in our, the episode that kind of, uh, I think it was like episode two of the season, we kind of talked a little bit about um, how it is to either love on yourself during quarantine, like how to love on yourself if you happen to be single and not with a partner. And then also some interesting ways to kind of spend time with uh, partners or people that you're dating. And so I kind of just wonder how has this time in quarantine been for the two of you? Is it, has it been overwhelming to be occupying so much space with each other? Um, how has your, maybe how have, what, if there are different things that you've learned about each other? I mean, Devon, you definitely shared that kind of seeing Ebony work um, has been something that you have a new appreciation for, but is there, are there any other things that you've learned about each other or like just how has the time in quarantine been for the two of you? Um, in the beginning, it was cool. Okay. But then I would say around maybe like may it, it, it was kind of rough because i've never you know spent time with her ever and i'm like certain days i'm just like i just need to get out yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. by myself i just need to have a a, a moment some me so, time yeah yeah man and it's hard when everything was closed no for sure yeah yeah so for me it was just like going to the track working out by myself because you know the gyms were closed mm -hmm. so i would take those two hours and then kind of you know um clear my thoughts and then come back okay okay um, and then especially like having ryan there as well like it's just not the two of you you have to do school yeah with that's her. a whole other thing too yeah, yeah absolutely that's a whole nother beast man where the online learning stuff is like Oh, like this kindergarten <laughs> stuff, man. They, you listen. We ain't doing this today. We'll do it tomorrow. I love it. We taking the day off. You, yeah, yeah, I love it. Like, I love it. Like, we'll be good. Here's your iPad. Rock out with that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ev? How has this time um, in quarantine been for you? Like spending all of this time together and then having to be a, a mommy and working and teacher and wife and like, yeah. All all the hats. All the hats. <sighs> yes, take that deep breath. <laughs> yes. Just, that, was, that was a spiritual sign. That was a sign. universal yeah. sign relief for yeah. all the women out there. <laughs> for all the mothers and wives. I can only imagine right now, Very man. Weird. Being a parent, you're at home, you got to work from your, you're, you're working from home. That's gotta be tough. I mean, shout out to y'all, cause for yeah, real, real, that's real. that's real. Yeah. So it's been exhausting, but like I said, I I have that superpower of always finding that silver lining. 
So it's been a point for me to um, just Mm self-reflect, reflect on how I've been operating in the house and like shift things. Um, I'm getting to know him better and getting to know Ryan better all this time together is important and we'll never get this again. Let's hopefully not, right? I hope that we don't get this time together. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. No, we do. Yeah, no, you're we, good. We, you're good. We, you're good. Um, and then Devon, uh, sh- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, no, that that's it. Like this is this is special. This is a special moment for us to experience together. And as unfortunate as it is outside of our home, I'm glad that we have this time together. Mm-hmm. Um, although I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> tired. Uh, and then Devon shared that, like you know, it was fun in the beginning, and I think all of us were like collectively, oh, I could do this for a of month maybe a couple weeks this is fine right. but like once april may we and we about to Ooh, see once August. these months started peeling by yeah so he shared that like he takes his couple of hours to go work out on the track or do anything outside of the home how do you kind of get your your own me time during quarantine <laughs> um <laughs> i don't really get that that i don't take that me time that he okay. does Okay. Um, I can, but I have not done that. Okay. Um, this month, yeah, the month of July is when I've started like consistently working out, and I've noticed how I felt after doing it. He pushes me. He's like, "Are you gonna work out today?" I'm like, "No, yes, no." <laughs> so, um, <laughs> working out has helped, and we have a thankfully we have a gym in our building, and so I can. That's my away time from the okay. two of them, and I can go down and work out. Um, or just taking a shower, mm, uh, a really nice long bath or something. I like love that. me, a, yeah. I love me a long shower. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's and, how I get time in. Okay. No, and that's 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 crucial. Uh, I mean, even even for single people, that's mm-hmm. important. So I feel like it's even much more so. You know, once you're in a relationship, married, and and especially as parents, you know, that's, you're a few levels in at that point. You know, yep. so mm-hmm. I, I I definitely get that. Um, so just to round it out, you know, I know, I know we've been, y- y'all been getting a, a borderline interrogation out of this year, but we're yeah. like, we don't, we don't know the next time we might get a married couple behind right. the mic. So we're we going to ask them everything. The last question we have for y'all, um, was, and this was, this one actually I added in there cause I, I was, I was really curious. What's the one thing that you wish someone had told you about marriage before getting into it? That you, that you didn't know and now you're like oh shit all right so this is what it is uh because i know you i know y'all had the you know you had your pastor uh devon you got your mm-hmm. older cousin but i'm i'm sure there's some stuff that came up that was just new to you and and you kind of maybe you kind of wish you had known before <laughs> hmm. what's the one thing um just i would think Probably some of the sacrifices you have to make. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know it would be as many. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So I mean you, you gotta like think what? That. Like what what are some of those sacrifices you feel like you've 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 made or you've had to make? Um I mean, well, one of them would, would be, you know, like your time. 
your okay. time with friends, your time mm-hmm. with um, some of the things that you actually want to do, where it's like, damn, like you work Monday through Friday, Saturday, you know, I can't, you know, I want to hang out with my friends, but damn, me and Ev, we ain't really hang out. So it was just like, got to hang out with Ev. And then hopefully maybe next month I'll get up with y'all or something up, you know, something to mm-hmm. that nature. Mm-hmm. But I would think maybe the sacrifices um, will probably be the biggest thing for me. Um, knowing that you can't put your first, um, put yourself first all the time mm-hmm. that you have to take into consideration, you know, your partner, you know, and also we have a kid. So that too. Yeah. So I would say the sacrifice is, is, is probably number one on my list. Okay. I would say it's just, it's no one told me that it would be constant shifting. Like mm. it's um, sometimes it feels really, really good. And then there's sometimes when you're just like, Am I really doing this? <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't believe, you know, am, am I someone's wife? Are we, you know, mm. you know, living this life together for the rest of our lives? And mm. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it's just sometimes you think about it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, how have my parents done this for <laughs> <laughs> 35 years? Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> I mean, I love him to death. But- <laughs> <laughs> Clean up on aisle six. What's no don't need to be said. That's uh, no, never you're right. That. You're right. You yeah. know, because you sometimes you always hear, and I feel like this is a church thing too, maybe. So maybe y'all can relate. Sometimes mm-hmm. you hear people say like the order should be, you know, what is it? It's like God first, and then you know what you know, they usually put the hierarchy or like or like what yeah. should be importance what does that look like for y'all like how do y'all put your your kind of priorities or like what's important to y'all in the in the marriage mm. especially with a kid i've always wondered how that dynamic works because a lot for at least from what i've read the advice i've usually heard people give is to put the marriage first before the 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 the, the parenting like that should be the first priority before even the, the the parenting comes in, is that true for y'all, or how do y'all how do y'all do it? I think. Well, you want to answer, or you want me to? Well, um, we both can answer. Yeah, we both can answer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think our our relationship with God separately and together keeps is the strength of of this marriage. Okay, and that keeps our marriage strong, and that allows us to be good parents to Ryan. Okay, okay. So I guess that's the the order. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would kind of be my order as well. But also, I think I alluded to it earlier about putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, um, got to put the mask on yourself first. Got you have to. Yeah. You know, and that's like if I'm not happy, she's not gonna be happy. Ryan's not gonna be happy. So I got to check myself. Whatever is making me unhappy, you know, recognize it. And then try to do something that will bring happiness happiness to me. Okay. okay. Before I can make them happy. So I think, you know, with God outside of that is making sure that your well-being mentally, emotionally, physically, make sure that you're good first before you can help someone else. No, that's real. That's real. I, I, I just know that's something that I sometimes struggle with because I know a lot of times, just like Ebony mentioned earlier, I can be a people pleaser. Nah, no, we got that in common. Very so sometimes, 
it's real right. easy for me to put literally everything work, you know, my yeah. you know, my my own endeavors, my friends, my fam, mm-hmm. you know, and then sometimes I usually find myself being dead last. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping I keep I keep working on that, especially, you know, down the line if I if I end up married or with a life partner. And with kids, I hope to have that shit figured out by then. Because <laughs> I don't want to be—I don't be out here just run to down to the bone. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. at the end, is nothing left for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. that's so true. That is so true. Well, thank you both so much. If you had any questions for Obi and I, of course we would love to answer them. So we'll, we'll definitely give you the floor. Um, okay. No, if you do, if not, it's all good. Yeah, no pressure. I mean, they hear about enough. They hear enough about us all the time, anyway. So, (laughs) no, I just wish you guys the best. You'll you'll find love. I hope so. But wait, are you guys even looking for it though? You might not even be looking for it. It'll find you. Well, see, right okay, time. no, l- thank you, Devon. Let's you, have you go it. first, Nana. You go first. Because I hear, I hear this all the time that like the love will find you, and usually you you'll find the perfect person when you're not looking for it. And I I, yeah. I actively hear people say that to me. Yeah, I told like, you that. Shit. Yeah, but then it's like. <laughs> How, how he gonna like if I'm not if my eyes ain't open and I'm not looking for him? How you gonna find me? So what? Which which one is it? Like, do we do I just sit here and do my own thing and then eventually, hopefully, somebody will find their way over here, or do I put myself in situations and in spaces where there's opportunity for me to potentially meet somebody? Option B. You know that. Yeah, <laughs> we see, talked about this. But that's a, like, if, I, if I'm taking care of me and if I'm minding my business and I'm and I'm doing all of my things, there that may not take me to places where men can find me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like where they're gonna find you. Shift my well, I hope so. Right? Yeah. Not not you, you act like you don't get nobody knocking, you know, you end up your line. Shit, bro. Nobody is checking for me. Like, oh Oh and no! What are you talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking really? about? She here lying to the good people. I'm not. Got... I tell oh. you, my DMs dry. No, uh-huh. my phone dry. It's uh-huh. nobody is. No one is putting any forth any real effort. So <laughs> it's not to me. It's not real. Because they, they all they only quarantine. They all what? They all in quarantine right now. That is that. <laughs> This is, this is a wonderful time to foster a friendship like the two of you did to have a, a nice foundation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then once Rona is done, then you can see what else can happen. All right. All right. Well, I need, I need you to be working on some of that. Then. They're not trying to, but they're not trying to do that is what I'm saying. I see. I see. I see. But I already, you already know I've got my little matchmaking hat on too. I'm going to find you no, one. You, I hope so. I'm gonna find you one. And, and he might not. He might not come in the packaging. You know, you might have envisioned, but you know, I'm gonna find. You know, whatever I, because you know, whatever, whether it's looks, whether it's you know, he does this or that. I'm just saying, be open. That's all I'm oh, saying. She's very open. Very okay. Very okay. Very open. Okay. So, 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 do either of you guys have a checklist on I what's don't. important? 
I, I, yeah, I told. I told. We, I think we know who tends to have the checklist. Um, see, I, as as I would agree with my my good sis Ebony, I don't have oh. a list per se, but there are things that I know that I want in my partner. Yeah, yeah, same here. But I don't have like a hard. Sorry, I broke up a little bit. What'd you say? No, uh, Fanana, what are some of those bullet points? <laughs> now I'm go like this. Not in the hot seat. I like this. I All like right. This uh, um, what are what are those? <laughs> yeah, I was not prepared for this. Uh-huh, they turned the tables on you. Um, okay. So- <laughs> and, and you can do three or whatever, whatever okay. that number is. You can give me three. Okay. Uh, three bullet points for my partner i mm-hmm. need him to be um ambitious and this is something that i i am like super super hesitant on because i think i shared in previous episodes i've found myself um in competition with my, my partner's ambition sometimes but i i know that because i'm an ambitious person and i have a lot of things mm. that i'm trying to attain i need my partner to have that same level of drive um as well as like their own you know things that they're working towards if even if it's a if you're a nine to fiver and that's all you do you don't have no side hustles that's fine but i want you to be working towards a promotion or like you know just just have that hustle I can't, I can't just be chilling on the couch playing my you video can, games you can but it, it's gonna be hard for me to kind of little Lawrence uh, energy no cause no <laughs> he said no cause no no, that's not good. <laughs> and so I that, that Wait, that's Lawrence season one. Yes, yeah, you're Lawrence season one. one. I know you're right. You're right. You're right. Lawrence season one. Yes. Um. So that's <laughs> that's definitely a huge thing that is important to me. I need somebody who's supportive and like really supportive and supportive in an empathetic mm. way because like I like I said earlier, I'm I'm an inc- I'm a nurturer. I'm a carer my dreams are your dreams like let's let's do this thing together but i need that in return Mm -hmm. and there have been so many times where i've been in relationship with men who are they are will welcome me caring about what their dreams are and supporting them but when it's time to talk about what i got going on they Mm -hmm. don't have the time and mm-hmm. I'm not doing that anymore. Nope, nope. Gotta, yeah, it's got to go both ways for sure. Well, no. Yeah. Um, and then probably the last thing would be a beard that connects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I'm done. I'm done. I, I just figured since we're having the conversation, I'd tell you. Since we keeping it real. All right. Well, that helps me know not to bring yeah. no clean shaven brothers your way. I don't, I mean, I don't, there have been men who do not, are not, you know, well-versed in the beard game that I've been very attracted to. I'm not going to say that, but I do okay. appreciate a good beard that connects. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no, and we, and Obi, what yeah, about you? I know you got yeah. yeah, no problem. And actually, this, this reminded me, we'd actually, um, it was actually back to on our first season, our third episode, it was called No Scrubs, where we kind of had our, we had our full list of like, 
firm non-negotiables of yeah. like what we need in a partner. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna bring one of mine back that that, that was a little controversial at the oh, time. Oh, she definitely has to have a valid passport because I like to travel. <laughs> That's my one oddball one. Okay. I'll get the one oddball one out the way. Okay. Um, but but no, just just I say that just to say it has to be someone who has the same kind of like uh, wanderlust, just curiosity about the world and 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 traveling and seeing new things doing new things so it's all about their kind of like sense of adventure because i know i have that myself mm -hmm. and i absolutely would want that um would want that in a partner as for well sure. Sure. um another one for me i would say is accountability Ooh. um definitely want someone who takes ownership and responsibility of their faults and shortcomings because I've definitely dated some people in the past who that was a struggle, like, you know, get an apology. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like women in general, y'all struggle I with apologizing sometimes. I yeah. Oh, no. Know. Devon, what do you think? I don't know. I huh? I you disagree? Mm -hmm. uh, as far as women apologize, I see Emma would apologize okay. if she's wrong. All right. All right. So I, I have an experience. Uh, yeah okay but no but I, I just in my experience I, I have come across you know so where that just wasn't the case and i know for myself um and i mean nana you can fact check me if i'm wrong i mean in the moment you know if i'm heated or if i'm upset or what it may be i might you know i might kind of stand my ground but after i have some time to kind of cool off and think about it i always try to you know come whole with whoever it is apologizing saying where i went wrong what i can do better I see you making faces, Nana. You know I'm not we lying out here. Do that. <laughs> I try. So it's important for me to have that kind of same energy from That's someone fair. who I'm, who I'm with. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And another one. This one I'm not. Um, I'm just throwing three randoms out there. These aren't any particular <laughs> order, by the way. Um, I, I I've kind of gone back and forth on this one, but I know I'm very like creatively minded. Um, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's I, I really would love to be with someone who also um, actively expresses themselves artistically or creatively in some way. Um, I've just found in my dating life, the best connections I've had have been with other like kind of fellow creatives or people with that same kind of mindset. Um, so yeah, that, that's some three three quick ones okay. that I feel like are, are on there for me. Um, uh. Well, no, this has been such a wonderful, wonderful experience. Thank you both so much for joining us. We give De uh, Ebony and Devon one last round of applause. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you guys, we can give you the opportunity to you do a little shameless plug. Tell us about your different platforms, if you have anything that's going on. Um, I know, Ebony, you were talking about kind of really uh, broadening your your brand and hopefully getting more brand awareness. So kind of share that information with us. Anything that we can kind of help support and uplift, we'll absolutely do that. Um, and then before we leave, we're going to do, we're going to bring it back. Uh, the we're not only friend, uh, we're not really strangers uh, question. So we'll do a couple of those and then we'll say goodbye. But we definitely want to give you the floor um, to kind of so to everything that you're doing. I was thinking real quick, Nana, are you cool or y'all cool if we just flip that? Why don't we knock out the, the, oh, the We Are Strangers? Now? Yeah, and then that way we kind of leave, you know, with their plugs, whatever they might want to wow. throw out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right, yeah. so I'm I want I want that to be the last thing people hear is where, where they can find y'all, what y'all doing, how they can support, you know what I mean? 
Perfect. Yeah. Um, so for anybody who's not familiar, the We're Not Really Strangers IG page um, has been a page that I've definitely appreciated during quarantine. Um, and I found out that they have a, a card game where they ask a number of different questions. There's three different levels. Level one is perception. Uh, level two is connection. And then level three is reflection. Um, so I'm just going to pull, definitely check them out on IG. We're not really strangers. Um, I'm just going to pull out a couple of cards from each section and then we'll answer them. How you want to do? You want to do like one from each, like yeah, one I perception, did. one. Okay. Yeah, I did one from. Had, had y'all heard of this game before, or or this uh this Instagram page? They're really they're really dope. If y'all haven't before, we're not really strangers. Yeah, I follow them on Instagram. Okay, cool, cool. Yes. Yeah, really good prompts. Really make you like really, sit and really think. Good, yeah. yeah. All right. I love oh, it. Oh my god, I keep getting wild cards. I want a question. <laughs> so sorry. No, you're good. Oh my goodness. Dang, you got all the wild cards together. I am. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Okay. Okay, there we go. Um, okay. This is this is a cute uh question. So, um, I guess so. How I've been doing this with large groups is I the question is, what subject do you think I thrived in at school? Did I fail any? Um, and so what I'll do is I'll choose a person, either Ebony, Devon, or Obi, that I want to answer the question for. Um, you let me know if I was right or wrong, and then you choose. Then you choose a per which one of us you want to answer for. Does everybody get it? Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Cool. Um. So. Hmm. I will choose Ebony. I think Ebony. Surprise, surprise. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't want to choose you. Because <laughs> um, I feel like I, I know what class you thrived in. and that was Yeah, probably do. Yeah. Um, so what uh, the subject that I think Ebony thrived in at school is like, um, is like English or like a writing course. Uh, yeah. And then, and of course she didn't fail it. Wait, did I, of course I didn't fail anything. Yeah, you didn't fail. I don't think you failed any classes. <laughs> no, no, that you are correct. Thank you very that much. Is I'm very perceptive. <laughs> oh wait, also on the subject too. So that was your favorite subject or your best subject? Yeah, that's what. That's where I excelled. Okay. Ebony's a very good writer. All right, cool. All right, well, Ebony, you're up now. Now you got to pick one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like y'all should be excluded from picking. Right, yeah, you can't that's too easy, right? <laughs> okay, Ob. Okay, what subject? Uh, I feel like you excelled in like history. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And I what was the second part? Do you think if I failed? Yeah. Did he okay. fail any classes? I don't, you don't sound like you would fail any <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you, I appreciate you. Well, I will say this, I did not fail a class until college. Uh, it wasn't until college, college, especially undergrad, things got a little crazy, my first time away from home, I was crying a little too hard, you know, all that yeah. stuff. So uh, I didn't see my first, actually anything up until college, I'd never gotten anything lower than an A or a B. 
Oh that was my, my first time getting any a C, D, or F was in undergrad. Wow. Well, that's <laughs> because you were in probably doing your work. But yeah, yeah, I was just doing the most as well. That was. Um, and in terms of the subject, I did enjoy social studies or like history, but my oh. that was my second favorite. My favorite classes were science classes. Yeah. Always loved science classes. I was a science nerd. I was. I was. Yeah, definitely. And I. I, I was. I was that a, I was that annoying kid who was just asking how everything works. Like, all right, this the refrigerator. I'd ask my, why is how does this refrigerator work? You know, how's it keeping things cold? So I'm sure I drove my parents crazy because I that was me asking like how everything works. I had a super curious mind, and I'm I'm really happy that that stuck with me in adulthood because it it's definitely served me well. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, I am up. So I will pick Devon since I can't pick you, Nana. I mean, I could, but you could. <laughs> and actually, I don't even know the answer for you, which is why I just I'm avoiding you all on this one anyway. <laughs> I'm acting like I know Devon though. All right, let's see. Um, Devon, I feel like, um, yeah, this is a sleeper pick. I might be off, but let, let's see if I got it. I think you also were probably really good at like writing classes or like English classes. I don't know why. I feel like I feel like you're probably like a good writer as well and we just don't know it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you might be like a deep thinker. You know what I mean? That's the vibe I'm getting. That's the vibe I'm getting. Okay. I, was gonna, I was gonna say that my other pick was gonna be an easy one because I know you're into fitness. So I was gonna say you were probably, you know, killing it. But I, I don't I can't pick gym class, right? <laughs> Does that I mean, count that as a class? A Athletics, know. right? <laughs> Athletics. That's a subject. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the writing. Mm-mm. Nah, not it. Damn, like, I knew that was hit or miss. I was like, no in between. I either was right or I was wrong. Okay. Is that no? Is that no? <laughs> yeah, no. Between between me and you, Ev used to be writing some of the college papers, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, you, hey, whatever you got to do. I'm like, hey, you man, do. I, 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 I started off, and next thing you know, you're on the computer banging it out. I'm like, yes. I hope that was at least a, a dinner, a foot rub, or something, something right? Barely. Uh-oh. Well, Ebony said. When I left. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, for me in school, um, it would be history. Is, okay. Uh, okay. I would thrive in. Dope. Um, did I fail? Yes, I failed a couple of classes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, algebra and um, biology. Yeah. Those are two. All right. For me, it was calculus, man. I was good with all the math until it got to calc, and we start bringing up imaginary numbers and shit. I'm like, yeah, y'all lost yeah. me. Yeah, I, like, oh, I never took a calculus class. We stayed oh, very look, open. Yeah, look, good for you. Yeah. Right, Not even in right. college, like your yeah, your prereqs. No, no. really. I, my major needed just one, the basic math class, and I barely got through. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Lucky me you. Too, me too. Exactly. Lucky you. Yeah. All right, well, Devon, that means you got Nana. Yes. So what? Um, what? Uh, what's 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 what are you feeling? What was she good at? What subjects she thrived in? See, I want to lean towards writing as well, but that's just so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go on a limb. I know she already mentioned that she didn't do well in math. Um, little process of elimination. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
I think I'm gonna go science. Final answer. <laughs> you, I loved chemistry. Chemistry was one of my favorite subjects for sure. But I, I'm just like you. I was a I, social studies, like uh, American history. Like I loved yeah. all of those classes. So definitely, yeah. um, I was definitely the social studies girl. That was definitely my favorite class. But I, I'll give you half a point because I really, really enjoyed chemistry and I did, I did well in that class. Um, and I definitely failed courses, girl. We barely made it through college, but we here. Okay, we here though. We here though. <laughs> um, so the next question, we'll kind of do it in the similar in a similar fashion. The question is: a perfect day together would be blank. So day together. So that's for them as the couple, then, right? Really? I mean, we they yes, you guys can yes. Actually, we'll just ask the two of you. So what, yeah, Ebony? Yeah. You tell us what a, a perfect day, uh, with you and uh, you and Devon would be, and then Devon, you tell us what a perfect day you and Ebony would be. Okay, a uh, perfect day. <laughs> um, <laughs> waking up and cooking breakfast together. I really enjoy doing that together. Nice. Um, then getting a cooler pack to just lay at the beach all day. Mm -hmm. um, What's in the cooler? Well, <laughs> drinks, you know, adult beverages. What's in there? You know As me. We say, <laughs> grown up juice. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> the cooler with some sandwiches and snacks and just laying out by the water. Mm -hmm. That's my ideal day. I know it's doesn't sound like a lot of fun. No, it's simple. No, yeah, perfect. I like it. Yeah. And you could do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. All right. Good timing. Good timing. Yep. And <laughs> for you. Perfect day for me was um will probably be um breakfast, like Eb said, making breakfast together. I think it's cool. Also attending um a fitness class. Mm -hmm. The beach. That, yeah. You know, with with drinks, little mm -hmm. Ciroc coconut. Yeah, 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 and, uh, yeah, yeah. With the pineapple juice. Mm -hmm. and, um, and um ending with the little night cat, you know, some you know, X, X, X. Okay. <laughs> Cannot forget I all love the X and Major key alert. Major key alert on that one. That we're both Scorpio, so we'll just leave it. This is true. I y'all yeah, I forgot about y'all. Yeah, yeah. I had me a little Scorpio and I was so excited about him, and he just disappointed the shit out of me. I was very disappointed. I don't know. We'll okay. see. You, I don't mind doubling Scorpions back. Scorpios are done right by me. So I, I, I uh, that's all I'll say on that. And our last card is a wild card, and it's uh, admit something, anything. Oh. Just anything like, that you think that they would not know, just admit something to each other. Huh. You've been doing so well not keeping secrets or anything. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just admit something. Mm -hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like they were doing so well. And this is <laughs> the last question <laughs> at the end. It don't gotta be something bad though. No, right? yeah, just be, anything. Yeah. Any it could be yeah. super mundane, it could be anything. 
Damn. What you what you what you wanna admit? I don't I don't have anything to admit. I got it a can, good one. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you go first, Donna. That way um, we give it some time and then I'll go. Okay. So I'll admit that okay. So every well, not everybody knows this, but like I've always been super hesitant to like do things with friends. And I think I, I may have shared this already, but oh. I, and so like, like Ebony kind of knows cause she's supported me with my, my fashion brand that I was like super weary of like including people into my process. Cause I've always been scared of like their level of investment, but I'll say that like definitely starting this podcast and then like even inviting this friend that I've had for almost 10 years now to be on the show. I've always been like super nervous about stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I realize now that like, I should trust my community. Y'all are in my life for a reason um, and continue to like open myself to opportunities of collaborating with with my friends because beautiful things happen from there. So I, I, I will admit that I, I was nervous but I'm very, very happy with, um, with, with even being a part of this process. But definitely having you guys on to share your story. Um, so that's, I'll, that's what I'll admit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I need, I need everyone to put on their tinfoil hats oh, uh, for, for, for my admission. Oh God. <laughs> I'm usually not a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. and this is not even a conspiracy theory. But I admit that i actually i'm i'm convinced that we live in a simulation i don't think any of this is like actually real especially 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 after this year 2020 like we there's a glitch in the system clearly at this year clearly clearly there's a glitch yo think about all the shit that's happened this year there's a glitch in the system and we're seeing it play out and that's why shit's all fucking crazy like i don't know have y'all have y'all seen the matrix has everyone seen the matrix yeah, yeah. I, that's what I think is going on. We live in the matrix. Imagine, imagine when you die, you just like wake up and it was all a dream, like or like you wake <laughs> up and you or you're like in a big computer room or something, right? See, I'm fucking y'all up. I see that look on Donna's face. I was not expecting <laughs> to hear any of this. I, I told you, put your tinfoil hat on. You felt you. comfortable sharing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a simulate. Like another thing too, I don't know if y'all saw this um, or not. If I shared it with you off Twitter. There was this funny TikTok video of this dude who was like running at the park, and there's this old white man who comes by him, and he's like, "Yo, look at this guy! Like, this guy's not real." It's like he was like, "It's like Grand Theft Auto." You ever, you never see people sometimes, no. and you're like, "Yo, this is not a real person. Like, how no. is this even a real person?" <laughs> Come on, you can't tell me you never had that moment. Like, no. you see, a, especially in New York on the train, you see some characters where you're like, "No, this clearly is not a real person. Like, this is just." <laughs> This is just a manifestation of the, of the Matrix. <laughs> wow! Thank you for that. There you go. There you go. I should have warned y'all to stick with me on that one. But yeah, that's that's my that's my admission. It's all a simulation. <laughs> so yeah. Now that we've given you our example, <laughs> no, you're like there. This could this could go anywhere you want it. <laughs> mm. Well, I've kind of shared this on my platform, but um, you guys don't know mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm afraid of um, mm. just Sorry. yeah, jumping out on a limb and doing it. I, I push everyone to do that, and I'm afraid to do it. 
Um, so I'm just working on that. So I'll admit that I'm afraid of failure. Yeah, that's relatable. So I'm great people. at giving advice. I'm not always good at taking yeah. it myself. Yeah. Me too, Obi. Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think for me, I would admit that I could procrastinate a lot mm-hmm. and not being able to get things done. Okay. Thinking that I have all the time in the world where, you know, tomorrow's not never promised to anyone. So just taking those moments and doing what I say that I'm going to do and mm-hmm. executing it, which I think is probably the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, I, I relate with that immensely. Immensely. Mm-hmm. Definitely trying to stay, not let too many of my dreams fall on the wayside. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Oh, well, that was wonderful. And now the, the floor is yours. You guys tell us where we can find you. Um, share your IG, your websites, anything that you have. Let our listeners know how they can get to know the two of you more. Well, I invite everyone to follow me at the Mama Lover Friend. Um, it's my like visual lifestyle journal of being a mom, a wife, and a mom. I mean, and, and a mom and a friend. <laughs> <laughs> mom, I got mom in there two times. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, just on the platform, I just storytell through my photos and just share how, how it's important to focus on yourself while handling the rest of the world at the same time. So For sure. I like how you said that, too. I invite you to follow me. I'm, I'm stealing that one. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but we need everyone to come through because I'm I'm I I jumped on. I I really love the the kind of like the theme and everything you got going. So I'm trying to get you to get these influencer checks. So yeah. we, we need everybody to follow you. Yeah, yeah. That way we can get some, you know. My side hustle, yes. yes. Trying to yes. That up. And what about yeah. you, Devon? Um, as far as my platform is not really as polished as the lovely Ebony. <laughs> Nah, you're lying. I'm. I saw yours too. You're doing good too, bro. What are you talking about? I just need to be consistent. Like I've been putting it off and everything. Like I just want to be able to sit down and just crank different things out. I got a couple of ideas in my head. You know what I mean? But it's you know it's at Define Fatherhood. But that's something you know project that I really want to take on. Um. So as far as being consistent, I really have to be honest with myself and um. Just move forward with it, you know? Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. No, and we'll definitely make sure to, to share both of your platforms out. Make sure y'all get some love on there. Yeah, um, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Work Bay with Nana and Obi. Hold up, hold up, Nana. Ooh, I got oh. one, one last thing, one last oh, thing. Because okay. you know we do this, we do this all, even when it's just you and I. We usually like to leave our listeners with just one thought or oh. one thing before we tie up the episode. <laughs> And I know, I know that obviously today's episode was all about uh, marriage, and and th- and you know we appreciate y'all being so open and honest about your marriage. So, if there is one thing that you would leave with our listeners on this episode, what would it be? Just whatever, whatever, like final thought you would want to leave with with folks, whether it's about marriage or even if it's about something else. Um, one thing that I would leave with the listeners is all advice is not good advice mm. and there's certain things that you have to experience mm. um and just try to block out you know advice that people are going to give you about your relationship because mm. what works for you in your relationship might not work for someone else 
you know, I could relate it to being a first time parent where people were giving me advice that, A, I didn't ask for in the first place. <laughs> and, I love it. I even asked for this advice. <laughs> right. And B is like, hey, let me make these mistakes and grow from mm -hmm. grow from it. So that's what I would leave, you know, the listeners just, hey, go through it. Yeah. You'll be okay. Go mm -hmm. through it. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I'll just simply say, just give your best effort and not strive for perfection. Mm. Um, I think people have a tendency to, to see a goal and like you want to get there and that's it. But um, there are baby steps you have to take. Then there are big steps. But if you give your best effort, you'll be successful in any in relationships, career, all forms. I, I say, yes. beautiful. I like it. <laughs> Nana, did you have anything? Um, you know, the DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Always got to remind them. Always got to remind them. Be, I'm fucking with y'all. No, I just, I'm really, I'm really, really excited um, to see love. And like, I feel like we watch movies and there are different, different television shows where you kind of get to have these, a little insight into people's relationships. But it's, it's really amazing to have people that I can call on, um, to kind of lend any experience or advice. And even though all advice is not gonna work for you, I definitely agree with that, Devon. Absolutely mm -hmm. agree with that. I think it's it's really nice to know people who are in your age range, who are kind of living in the generation that you're living in and who are doing it successfully. And I just really mm -hmm. thank y'all for sharing your story with us because I've, I've definitely been in a, in a space where I've kind of lost hope in ever potentially getting something like this. But mm -hmm. um, definitely sitting here with you guys now, like I know that it is possible and that I also probably should not... Um, put so much pressure on myself to strive for necessarily what you have, what I will create with my potential partner is going to be its own beautiful thing. But it is really, right. really nice to see uh, two beautiful black people doing it. Like it, it's, it's definitely no, for, for real. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us too, man. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, just to round it out, the, the one thing I would want to leave with folks, um, is it's really something I've come to the realization through the conversation we're having now is even though just like you, Eb, I don't have a whole ton of friends who are married, I feel like for the ones who are, I think I need to be doing what we did today with them. You know, asking them questions about their marriage, you know, learning more about them outside of just my touch point with them, outside of them just being my friend, you know, talk to me about being a husband you know what is that like for you you know what what, what do you struggle with you know because I, I think all that's going to be super helpful for you know whenever my time comes or whenever I, I find myself in that relationship so I appreciate y'all for for kind of bringing me to that realization that I need to be having this same conversation um you know with the folks around me who I know who are who are married so shout out to y'all appreciate that <laughs> for sure yeah 
Uh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Work Bay with Nan and Obi. We thank Devon and Ebony for hanging out with us um, and sitting through our little interrogation. We really, really <laughs> appreciate it. Um, like, like they said, you can find Ebony at the Mama Love of Friends on IG, mm-hmm. and you can find Devon on the Define Fatherhood on IG. Um, excuse me, Define Fatherhood on IG. Uh, you know where to find us at Work Bay pod um on ig we're also on the twitter uh at work bay pod and then if you have any tips tricks um any experiences that you for our married listeners or questions maybe that you have that we can pass on to ebony and devon about their relationship or what it is to be uh, married during rona feel free to send them to our our email at uh, workbaypod at gmail.com um, and we thank you guys so much remember to wear your mask yes. wash your hands wash them hands and love please. on each other and we will see you next week alright take care <laughs>